Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
There's a who, there's a why, there's a we, there's a way I go by raison d'être There's a who, there's a why, there's a we, there's a way I can hear the safety say There's a who, there's a why, there's a we, there's a way Make it happen all today There's a who, there's a why, there's a we, there's a way A little bit is still okay Shabbos Amalekou 
that you set about underachieving. Singing, singing, oh, dreaming, dreaming. Sometimes it's you that needs some believing. Walk it down to the milk and honey. Don't slow down till you stop making money. Walk it down past the nitty gritty. Don't slow down till you rebuild your city. Chasing your prophecy. Chase, chase, chasing your prophecy. Chasing your prophecy. Chase, chase, chasing your prophecy. Grab it down, the white clouds of glory Don't slow down till the end of the story Grab it down and don't have no pity Don't slow down till you see your holy city Chasing your prophecy Chase, chase, chasing your prophecy Chasing your prophecy, chase, chase, chasing your prophecy. I'll tell you my little shit, I'm going to go I'll tell you my little shit, I'm going to
One of the strangest and more unusual circumstances here, to say the least, when for some reason that you cannot figure out, and it's unbelievable, I'm in this business, I'm about to hit 40 years in this business, 
And I, sometimes you just cannot understand why two songs are playing at once. And I know that, that sounds insane, but it really, but it really is true. And uh, once we figure this out, we'll be able to move on with our music and more at JMVA. Uh, Mordechai Ben David and Mati Steinmetz together with Rachamana. At least it sounded uh, like part of uh, of that selection as the uh, music was playing. Uh, Eitan Katz, Baruch Levine with Acho Senu. You heard it Shabbos now in Yiddish country from 8th day. Shmuley Unger's Kola Malamed, Lola Hitcha'esh, that was simply Tzvat, and of course Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday and this August 19th, day 11 in the month of Elul as we get closer and closer to the brand new year of 5782. We're still in 5781, but again, we are getting to the... Uh, we're getting toward the end of uh, of the year and starting to wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. 76 degrees, some rain this morning, afternoon sunshine, and a high temperature of 88. Clouds tonight, low 74, and tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high temperature, 86 degrees. Right now, we've got uh, 84 in Yerushalayim, 76 here in New York City. As we say good morning on a Thursday at JM in the AM. Eitan Katz is next. Good morning, everybody. Plenty more coming up, including our conversation with our Pesach Krohn at 8 o'clock this morning about his brand new book regarding the high holidays. It's all happening here at JM in the AM.
Thank <laughs> you. 
כמו תופעה של מרים פועל, ואין תרופה בעולם. הלב שלי מרים ידיים, כבר מועד לא עומד על הרגליים. שבר כלי שאין בו כבר מה, והשמיים הם לי חומה. חבור בתוך הים, ביבשה. ורק אתה יכול להפוך מספדי למחול, לזכך את החול, לרכך בי הכל. ורק אתה מבין איך לגשת ללב שלי, משכך כל כאב שבי, מרפא את הלב. שלי נקרא לשניים, חציו השם וחציו לשם שמיים. כמו סופה מן הים עולם, כמו תופעה של מרים פועם, ואין תרופה בעולם ללב. ורק אתה יכול להפוך מספדי למחול, לזכך את החול, לרכך בי
Thank 
חיים יצא בשלום מבית קודשי הקודשים. אחס ויחס, אחס, אחס ושתיים, אחס ושלוש, אחס וארבע. ויחס, אחס וחומש, אחס, אחס ושש, אחס, אחס ושבע. Thank 
JM in the AM. A month away from Yom Kippur, and I'm already into that song again. Achas <laughs> Achas, done by uh, Yaakov Shweki. I don't know how many times it's going to be played over the next month. Uh, Libe, done by uh, Barry Weber. You heard Avremo with Mizmar Lasoda, Yishai Rebo with both Elul, Tufshinai, and Tess. That goes back a while. And uh, Halev Shali here at JMD. And we actually started the uh, set with Eitan Katz and Rachmana. It's like a minute-and-a-half spot on his Live in Jerusalem album, which is pretty cool. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM for this August the 19th, day 11 in the month of Elul. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Elul show for blowing. If you'd like to uh, sponsor it, it's coming up just after 7.30. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and click on Sponsorship Opportunities, and thank you, thank you, thank you. We actually have a sponsor for today, I'm proud to say, and happy to say, and I thank them very much. And we'll get to that later on. Right, Pesach Krohn's going to join us. I've read a uh, a considerable amount in the brand new book. It is, uh, oh, there's so many great stories. Yamim Norayim with the Magid. Yamim Norayim with the Magid. A book that goes through the uh, incredibly inspiring time of year that we are in. Elevating stories and insights from Elul through Yom Kippur. All right, Pesach Krohn is going to join us coming up here at JM in the AM. And uh, yes, he has a whole selection on Elul, Slichus, Rosh Hashanah. Um, yeah, all aspects of Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur, Ne'ila. It's all there. It's all there. Anyway, right, Pesach Krohn in a... Uh, in a over 370-page book, Yamam Narayim with the Magid. He'll join us an hour from now here at JM in the AM. Don't forget our Elul Chesed campaign. Can't stress enough that we are stressing to everybody in our audience how important it is to keep in mind those who are in need, both financial and otherwise, before the holiday of Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. Please, 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 as we get closer and closer, discuss with your families what you could do for other families. Discuss with your families what nice gestures and what wonderful contributions you can make to people who are in great need. And then if you are a recipient of one of those types of acts of chesed, if you're one of those recipients, all we ask is that you go ahead and do it for somebody else. Not specifically that thing, but do something that would be uh, considered a chesed, a kindness to someone else uh, before the holiday. That's what we're asking. And I hope that everyone continues to participate in our Elul Chesed campaign and spread the word about its importance. And we'll have more details, of course, here at JM and the AM. 76 degrees, some rain this morning, then afternoon sun and a high of 88. Clouds tonight, low 74. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, a high of 86 degrees. Yushalayim is at 84. We're at 76 here in New York. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSiegel.com, and the AlchemSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Uh, it's Thursday. You know what that means. No reason to touch that dial. We have amazing programming all through the day. Literally amazing programming all through the day, including Mark Zamek's Erev Shabbos show tonight, specifically for this week. Dafka for this week. It's a um, 
It's an effort on the part of Mark Zomick to get it done each week, specifically for that week. Today you'll hear uh, Israel songs, Hasidic songs, more traditional fare, songs from the Parsha and Haftorah as well on the Arab Shabbos show at 7 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMNAM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, שלום רב באולפן אלעזר בן לולו עם מה שקורה עכשיו. חרף הזינוק בתחלואה בקורונה, כאשר מספר המאושפזים באורח קשה עומד על 603 חולים, הפרופסור ערן סגל ממכון ויצמן מעריך ביומן הצהריים של גלי צהל, כי יש אפשרות לבלימה של התחלואה כבר בתחילת ספטמבר. רק אם מבצע החיסונים יתרחב גם לאוכלוסיות נוספות. אנחנו צפויים לראות את המשך ההאטה, קודם כל בקצב של העלייה, ועד לכדי בלימה אנחנו מעריכים, יכול להיות בשבוע הראשון או השני של ספטמבר. אנחנו רואים פחות מאומתים בגיל 60 ומעלה, שזאת הקבוצה שהתחסנה ראשונה במנת הדחף השלישית. אני מקווה שוועדת החיסונים היום... תרחיב את החיסון לגילאים צעירים יותר. ופחות משבועיים לפתיחת שנת הלימודים, יושב ראש ארגון רופאי המדינה, דוקטור זאב פלדמן, קורא לדחות בחודש את החזרה לבתי הספר. תארו לעצמכם מה יקרה כשתיפתח שנת הלימודים. אני קורא לגורמי המקצוע לדחות את פתיחת שנת הלימודים לראשון לעשירי ולנצל את הזמן להעמקת מבצע החיסונים הלאומי. האפקט הסינרגיסטי יכול לשנות את תמונת המצב של התחלואה הקשה. כתב אישום הוגש נגד חמש נשים בגין סרסרות למעשי זנות, מדווח כתבנו בתל אביב, בן נצר. על פי כתב האישום שהוגש לבית משפט השלום בתל אביב, הנשים עסקו בתפעול רשת בתי בושת. הן יצרו קשר עם לקוחות, שיווקו להם שירותי מין בתשלום, דאגו לגבות סכומי כסף ועוד. על פי המיוחס להן, הן עבדו ברשת שניהלה סבטלנה גנזדילוב, אתלטית עבר וסיינית ישראל בקרב שבע. משרד הביטחון הפיץ לשרי הממשלה חוות דעת על מתווה הגדלות הרמטכ"ל, תוספת לפנסיה המשולמת לאנשי קבע, ובה נכתב האמירות על עלות של יותר ממיליארד שקל בשנה הן אחיזת עיניים. מדווח כתבנו לענייני כלכלה, ניתאי ענבי. חוות הדעת של לשכת שר הביטחון סותרת את זו של הדרג המקצועי באוצר. לטענת לשכת גנץ, המודל הוא פשוט, מידתי והגון, ומתעדף את אוכלוסיית הלוחמים ומתקן תיקוני עבר. למשל תוספת לפנסיה בגין שנות שירות החובה. במשרד הביטחון תוקפים את הטענה שההסדר עולה יותר ממיליארד שקלים בשנה. הם טוענים שמדובר באחיזת עיניים נוכח העובדה שקצבאות משולמות שנים רבות לעשרות אלפי גמלאים שכבר פרשו. פועל נפצע באורח בינוני לאחר שנפל מגובה במהלך עבודות בנייה בתל אביב. צוות מד"א פינה את האיש, גבר בן 65 לבית החולים איכילוב בעיר עם חבלות בראשו ובגפיו. ובתאונת עבודה נוספת שאירעה מוקדם יותר היום בקיסריה, פועל בשנות ה-30 לחייו נפצע באורח קשה. הוא פונה לבית החולים הלל יפה בחדרה, כך מעדכנת כתבתנו הדס שטייף. שירותי הדם של מגן דוד אדום בקריאה דחופה לציבור לתרום דם בשל ירידה חדה במלאי מנות הדם מסוג מינוס A, מינוס B ומינוס O. כתבנו לענייני בריאות שי פרידמן מוסר שהמחסור נגרם בין השאר בגלל ירידה כללית בתרומות הדם במדינה בשבועות האחרונים, שמתבטאת במחסור בסוגי הדם הנדירים האלה שמהווים רק 15% מכלל תורמי הדם הישראלים. מזג האוויר בהיר עד מעונן חלקית, הטמפרטורות תהיינה רגילות לעונה. מחר תורגש הכבדה בעומס החום. אלה החדשות.
עזוב אותי, אל תסתכל עליי, העומד הקדוש ברוך הוא. עזוב אותי, אל תסתכל עליי, אל תסתכל עליי, אל תסתכל עליי. הקדוש ברוך הוא אומר לו, בסדר גמור תסתדר לבד, הקדוש ברוך הוא אומר לו. בסדר גמור תסתדר לבד, בסדר גמור תסתדר לבד. ריבונו של עולם, אני לא מסוגל להסתדר בלעדיך. ריבונו של עולם, אני לא מסוגל 
J.M. in the A.M., that's a um, uh, a song by Eviatar Banai, who was uh, featured on that selection by Aaron Razel. So it's Aaron Razel and Eviatar Banai together here at J.M. in the A.M., a uh, song entitled Ani Acher. Ani Lo Misugal, that was Yehuda Glanz, and Gotta Dance, Muchrachim Lirkod, that was Yehuda Glanz. Thanks to our uh, wonderful friend, Dr. David Hershorn, I completely rediscovered that album this week. Yehuda Glanz from back in, oh gosh, I don't even know what year it was released, but uh, it's a great album. Those two songs, to me, are completely off the charts. Just love them. Uh, So he opened up the 7 o'clock hour for us here at JMDM. Thursday morning, 76 degrees. Good morning, everybody. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. 
Abel's and Hyman has the most incredible and delicious meats and uh, has a 10% discount if you use promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. A&H, their hot dogs are available nationwide at Trader Joe's and all of their delicious meats, and I mean all of them, and there are a lot of them available at great kosher supermarkets nationwide. Check out the website, kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio and try A&H today. You know, I've been telling you uh, early morning risers, after all, anybody who's listening to JM and AM in the first half of the show, I always consider to be an early morning riser. I hope I'm right. <laughs> um, so we have an update from our friends at Gaia Coffee, an update from our friends at Gaia Coffee. Remember what we've been telling you over the last few weeks, how delicious uh, and fresh brewed um, a Gaia coffee tastes simply by tossing a fresh brew bag into your uh, glass of hot water. Um, so it'll be the Gaia coffee update is they'll, they'll be back in stores after Rosh Hashanah in plenty of time for Sukkis. Gaia brew bags are now available exclusively online at GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A coffee.com. You'll find all three single original roast varieties as well as their New 30-count Super Sampler, which features 10 of each brew bag selection. So check it out today. You'll want to order it, especially if you're a coffee lover. And uh, let me know. Let me know after you try it if, in fact, it is something that tastes fresh brewed. Uh, GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com. Proud sponsor of JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Right, Pesach Krohn is coming up at 8 o'clock. Talk about his brand-new book. Plenty more happening on this Thursday morning broadcast, full day of programming, as I said to you earlier. We'll start backwards. We'll start from later tonight. Uh, the amazing Mark Zamek has put together an Erev Shabbos show like no other. I think that's safe to say, right? Uh, this week on a very special Erev Shabbos show, Mark will play his most eclectic music ever. Tune in and hear Israel songs, Hasidic songs, as well as the more traditional fare. The show will include songs from the Parsha and the Haftorah, as well as nine new songs you have never heard. You won't want to miss it. The Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, and 10 a.m. tomorrow here exclusively on the Nahum Siegel Network. It is an exclusive presentation of the Nahum Siegel Network, and I'm very proud of that. So thank you, Mark Zomik. Thank you, Kedem. And everybody gets set for tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app, for Android and iPhone and comment away. So I said to you that in addition to tonight, right, I was going backwards. So this morning, uh, Charlie Harari at 9 a.m., Jew in the City Speaks, uh, Allison will have Naomi Rosenbach discussing the study she conducted with Dr. Michael Solomon and Leora Levine about what impacts Jewish Orthodox women's mikvah experience. That's at 10 a.m. Um, for Jew in the City Speaks. That's live with Miriam Alwalik at 10.30, live lunch at 11, then Throwback Thursday and JM Rewind, and tonight the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, and that is presented, or I should say hosted, by Mark Zamek. So we have got plenty, and I mean plenty, of amazing selections uh, coming at you day and night. And um, as I always like to say, there's absolutely no reason to touch that dial. At least not one that we could think of. So keep it here all day on the Nahum Siegel Network.
J.M. There we go. J.M. in the A.M. Baruch Levine with that one here on a uh, on a uh, Thursday morning broadcast. All right, Pesach Kron coming up at 8 o'clock. Brand new book, Yavim Narayim with the Magid. We'll speak with him here at J.M. in the A.M. Um, our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms, you know why the word farm is in the uh, title? You know why the word farm is in the uh, name of Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens? Because their produce, their fruits, vegetables are simply amazing. Great prices, wonderful quality. That's why they legitimately can have the word farm in their title. Yeah. I came up with that one. I'm proud to say. They also have super sweet holiday specials. The Honey Bear Bottle, or the Honey Bear Squeeze uh, Bottle at 99 cents each with a minimum purchase. And, um, of course, all the delicious meat and poultry you can imagine, from minute steaks to cowboy steaks, from turkey wings to chicken legs. It's all there at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens. Plus, their bakery is amazing. Their Mechie's Deli Counter is amazing. Their Aussie's Fish is amazing. Their nut bar is amazing. Their olive bar is amazing. Their sushi bar is amazing. I know they have it all. Their, their pizza shop, they have a pizza shop inside the store, is amazing. You'll like it. Try it once. You'll see exactly what I mean. Aaron's Casino Farms, Casino Boulevard in Queens. Check them out. Wishing everybody, on behalf of Aaron's Casino Farms, a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. Make sure to get there before Shoshana and Sukkis. And to get what you need for the upcoming holidays. Uh, our LL Sofer blowing is uh, sponsored by uh, Abba Shmuel and Rebecca Novak out in Lawrence, New York. I want to thank them. The LL Sofer blowing is uh, sponsored in memory of Pesel Bas Moshe Yitzchak. It's also for Akaris Hatov, by Goldwasser, who continues to uh, give the Novaks inspiration and all of us inspiration every Single morning. All right, David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. Someone once wrote to the Maharash that he has challenges in life that aren't simple. He has a lot of problems in his Avodah Hashem. As much as he tries to get closer, there are difficulties and obstacles, and then he falls. He said that he tries very hard not to get Hashem angry, but sometimes he's not matzliach. When he started to come closer to Hashem, it was easy, but now it's more difficult by the day. The Maharash answers him, you should know life is not easy. There are nisyonos, challenges for each person that sometimes are difficult and bitter because every person is tested to see how we will measure up. The first thing that we have to know is to always be besimcha, to give ourselves over with even selfless dedication to be happy. Simcha is the foundation of our avodos Hashem in our daily lives. Simcha itself is a very difficult avoda. A person can do all the avodos Hashem, but when it comes to being happy, it is sometimes very difficult. Reb Nosson says in Likuti Alochos, Shoresh Nefashos Yisrael, who sowed Simcha. The root of the souls of Bnei Yisrael is the foundation of happiness. That's because that's also the foundation of Kedusha, of holiness. 
It says in Divrei Hayamim, Oz v'chedva bimkomo, there is rejoicing before Hashem. Most of the Averus, most sins, happen because a person is sad, because of bitterness and despondency that enters into an individual. All sins have their root in that unhappiness. The main thing is that an individual should remember at all times to rejoice, to be happy that they are from B'nai Yisrael, that they are living and have the ability to be an Ever Hashem. The Pasuk tells us, Ivdu es Hashem b'simcha, serve Hashem with great happiness. Bo lefonov birnana. And then an individual will be able to come in front of Hashem with even a higher level of happiness in Simcha. This is our Avodah Dorengelo, to try to reach the level of happiness where we come before Hashem doing tshuva b'simcha rabba, with great happiness and joy. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. And a thank you again for our Elul show for blowing to Abishmul and Rebecca Novak and Lawrence uh, in memory of Pesel, Bas, uh, Moshe Yitzchak, and uh, Efra Karas Atov. Thanks, Rabbi Goldwasser, for continuing to give us inspiration. And your donation is appreciated. Those of you who'd like to donate and support us and sponsor Elul show for blowing, go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Click on Sponsorship Opportunities. Again, that's fjbunity.org. Just click on sponsorship opportunities and of course we thank you here's Yaakov Shweki
לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי Mordechai Shapiro wrapping up the hour for us. Hour number two on this Thursday. Weiner Brothers had Nigun Simcha, Eli Marcus with Mazel Tov, Avram Rosenblum with Diaspora, and Mika Amcha. Yibane was from Yehuda Galans. You heard Yishai Rebo and uh, Mati Steinmetz in there with Nafshi. Lechayim was a brand new one from Yaakov Shweki. It's Thursday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at on the Nahum Siegel Network. And um, around the world, the web at Nahum and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well, Rabbi Crone is expected. I, uh, I assume he's behind schedule or. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe a last-minute bris happened uh, this morning. Uh, but so far, we have not been able to make contact with Rabbi Crone, but he is expected this morning. If not, obviously, we'll reschedule. I know a lot of you, like I, uh, have been very much looking forward to this interview. The brand-new book is uh, Yamim Narayim with the Magid, Elevating Stories and Insights from El Uthriyam Kippur by, by Rabbi Pesach Crone. Go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. You get your discount plus free shipping at artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Again, if we uh, are able to connect to the right crone, obviously we'll put them on this hour as we continue here on a uh, Thursday at JM in the AM. Charlie Harari coming up at 9 o'clock. Jew in the City Speaks has an encore presentation with Naomi Rosenbach. They'll discuss... Um, a study she conducted with Dr. Michael Solomon and Leora Levine entitled What Impacts Jewish Orthodox Women's Mikvah Experience. 
10.30 for That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Um, and we'll live lunch between 11 and 1. Erev Shabbat Show with Mark Zomik is tonight starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and that is brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. More coming up. Keep it here on a, a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM, and don't forget we are uh, in the midst of our Elul Chesed campaign. We will continue to give you details every single day right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Well, approaching my 40th year in this industry, if I say that there's somebody who's among my favorite guests, I would have to assume that's a pretty big compliment. That's why I was disappointed when it looked like uh, Rabbi Krohn had some type of last-minute emergency bris and wouldn't be able to join us this morning. But Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we have made contact and contact, rather, and Rabbi Pesach Krohn is with us live via telephone. The book is entitled Yamim Norayim with the Magid, Elevating Stories and Insights from Elul through Yom Kippur. Rabbi Pesach Krohn is a master storyteller, an amazing author, a great lecturer, and a wonderful friend of JM in the AM. Rabbi Krohn, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. I appreciate all your compliments, and the best one, of course, is being a wonderful friend of JM and the AM and with you, of course. I, I thank you for that very, very much. It's been a long time since we've spoken. I assume you've been, you know, your, your book is to get us into the Yamim Norayim mode, is to get us into an appropriate mood and a spiritual and elevated mood for Elul, the Aseris Chuva, Tishrei, etc. I assume because you just wrote the book, you've probably been in this mode for the last 18 months or so. That is, well, not 18 months, but probably since last year, uh, after the 
Haggadah came out, Gedalia Zlato had said to me um, that he thought it would be a great idea to do something for Rosh Hashanah and Elul and Atesh Yimei And so uh, you're right, since last summer, I definitely have been in that Elul mode. As a matter of fact, um, I just got back from Croatia, which one day you must go there. It's one of the most gorgeous countries in the world. And we were on a yacht for four days. I mean, I didn't stay for the whole trip. There, the rest of the trip's coming back today. But um, throughout the four days that I was there, I spoke 18 times. And when I left, people told me they never had such a preparation for Elul. So every speech that I spoke about was based on something that I wrote about in the book. And uh, there were just so many fascinating insights. To me, one of the greatest things that I learned writing this book, I'll tell you, you know, we've been doing apples and honey right since we're children. Yeah. And the Bnei Yisoska says that the word devash, dollar base shin, is equal 306. And the two words, av farachamim, the father of compassion, which is referring to Hashem, is also 306. And that's a hint when we have the uh, apple in the honey that the Avarachman should give us a sweet year. I never, I never thought of that. I never heard of that. And I thought it's great. Amazing. Amazing. I, there, there's so much I want to speak to you about regarding this book. Um, you have to start. Uh, you, you know, we, let me backtrack for a moment. We have dedicated uh, the month of Elul, like we did earlier uh, this uh, year in Nissan, uh, to a Chesed campaign. All we're doing is encouraging people to do nice things for others. That is our goal, not specifically pushing anything. Not, we have recommendations we make, uh, and, and we talk about discoveries that we've made in the world of chesed just to open people's eyes to it. Uh, but we just talk about doing nice things and thinking of others, whether it's financial or otherwise. You must, because you are the master storyteller, and we are hopefully coming out of what has been this terrible COVID time. You must take us back to April of last year. You must tell the story to this audience, even though they could read it in the book, but don't worry, there's hundreds of others that can read the book. You must tell the story of what happened in Lakewood, New Jersey, when it was discovered that an older woman would be alone for the Pesach Seder. I'm assuming you know what story I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness, of course I know. And I cry every time I tell the story. I'm getting even choked up thinking about it. And what I am so impressed with you is that you have chosen literally the best story in the book. <laughs> and and the proof of the pudding is that I put it as the first story, being good, but even being great. And uh, that is really one of the greatest stories ever. And it was told to me by the woman to whom it happened, Mrs. Devorah Monk, and she told me that as the COVID was reaching its peak right after Purim and heading towards Pesach, she was so frightened because she knew that she would have to have the Seder alone. Now, she had moved to Lakewood years before. Her husband never had passed away shortly after they moved to Lakewood. But she had children and grandchildren. And she told me, and these are her words, ever since I was a child, I was never alone for a Shabbos Ayantif. I was either with my parents, my husband, my children, my grandchildren. And now I was going to have to do the Pesach Seder alone. And it was very daunting and very frightening. Because even though that her kids, lived 15-minute walk away and a five-minute, it's three-minute drive, but they could not come to her home because of quarantine and distancing. So one day, um, her neighbor, and I spoke to the neighbor, but the neighbor doesn't want I should use the name, so I made up the name Becker. And Mrs. Becker called Mrs. Monk and said, look, 
your dining room window opens up to a little garden. And right on the other side of that little garden is our living room window. We are willing to take our dining room table, move it into the living room. We'll have the Seder in the living room. We'll open up the window. You open up your window. You'll be able to hear us. We'll be able to hear you. The garden is very small. And like this, we can have the Seder together. You'll be in your home and we'll be in our home. And Mrs. Monk told me, she said to them, you would do that for me? You know, that's amazing. She said, of course, Mrs. Becker said, you're like a bubby, like a grandma to our children. They love you. Of course, we'll be happy to do it. So she was so thrilled with that idea. The next morning, Mr. Becker came and said something that's so incredible. He said, look, you know, my wife told me the idea that she told you, and we think it's a great idea, but we don't want to try it out the first time, the first night of face-up. What if it doesn't work? So what are we going to do for the second night? So let's have a trial run. Let's do a Shabbos HaGadol. Shabbos HaGadol is a few days before Pesach. So like this, we're going to move our dining room table, Shabbos HaGadol, into the living room. And Friday night, we'll have the meal. You keep your dining room window open. Let's see if you could hear our Kiddush and our Zemiris. And if it works, then we know it's going to work for Pesach. So sure enough, they had a trial run, and it was unbelievable. And Erev Pesach, she told me, she gets a knock on the door, and the Becker children are there with a Seder plate. She couldn't believe it. Not only did they do a trial run, now they're bringing her a Seder plate <laughs> with the carpas, the mora, the haraisas, the salt water, everything. And the Seder went fabulous. It was till 1 o'clock in the morning. Now, at 1.15, the way I tell the story, she gets a knock on the door, and she's surprised who's coming 1.15 in the morning. And we all know he came a half hour ago. <laughs> who's, coming? who's coming now? And she opens the door, and it's her grandchildren and her children. They stopped their Seder, and they walked over to Oma, which is the way you say grandma in German, and they wanted to know, how was the Seder? So Mrs. Monk says, what do you mean, how was the Seder? It was fabulous. It was amazing. So her son, Yehuda, said, Ma, okay, I understand it was nice, but what do you mean it was amazing and so fabulous? She said, you know, I've been living next to these people for five years. I had no idea that they're Yekesha people, German people. They sang the same songs that Daddy sang all the years. I had no idea they knew these songs, that they were German people, the way they sang Adiru, Atihisha, Amdan, Dayenu, just like Daddy did. And her son starts laughing. So Mrs. Monk told me, she said, Yehuda, why are you laughing? What's so funny? He said, Ma, I didn't want to tell you. But a couple days before Yontif, they called me. And they asked me if I'd make a voice recording of all the Nagunin that Daddy sang at the Seder so we could learn them and sing them for you so you would feel comfortable. And it's unbelievable. And then she told me, I didn't know this, that the Yekisha people, the German people, they sing three songs at the end of the Seder. Right. Uh, they sing Ankelakeno, and that's what they sang. And I think that's the greatest, that's the greatest of all that shows how great we can all be. It is a remarkable story. It hit me so uh, so hard because this is exactly what our Elul Chesed campaign here is about, just to think of unique, wonderful gestures that one or one's family can do for someone else or someone else's family, not necessarily financial. This wasn't a financial obligation. It was creativity to make sure that somebody wouldn't be alone. And then on top of that, as you described with the recordings, et cetera, to make sure that somebody would feel as if they were home. Uh, now, I'll tell you another thought based on your campaign. Something that I, it occurred to me only when I was writing this safer or book, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> with the apples and the honey. 
You know, I once was in Manchester in England, and I met a fabulous woman, never who was suffering from MS. Her name is Rebecca Chavi Wachshel. Since then, she's passed away. But she was writing a book, and in that book, which is called Facing Adversity with Faith, Facing Adversity with Faith, uh, Feldheim published it, she wanted me to look it over and give her a letter um, of approbation, which, of course, I did. But she had an expression in there that was one of the greatest expressions I've ever heard. It's not her, her idea. She got it from someplace else. But she wrote, any fool can count the seeds in one apple, but only the highest power, Hashem, knows how many apples there are in one seed. Mm. And, and to me, that is so great. Mm. And you know what occurred to me? What you're doing now is making a chesed program. People are planting seeds of chesed. Yeah. And so it occurred to me, maybe, that there's an additional thing that we can learn from the apples and honey. Take a look at the seeds in the apple. You want to have a sweet new year? Plant seeds for other people. Do chesed for other people. It Make a sweet new year for others, and then you'll have it for yourself in that way. But look at the seeds in the apple and realize that every seed has so many apples, especially when you plant a seed of chesed, a seed of kindness, and, and, and seeds of, of hope and confidence. And on top of that, and I know I'm using the same name you're going to use because you changed the name, but on top of that, the Becker children and grandchildren. Imagine what they are going to remember about growing up and how that's going to impact the way they're going to act toward others when they get older. That is so true. That is so true. It's the greatest lesson in Chinuch, 100%. Rabbi Pesach Kron is with us. The book is called Yamim Narayim with the Magid, Elevating Stories and Insights from Elul through Yom Kippur. Go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio, by the way. You will see many, many more titles than just this one for Pesach Chrome when you go to artscroll.com, uh, plus DVDs and so many other things that he has uh, narrated over the years and introduced to us. Uh, so check it out. If you just search his name, you will be mesmerized by uh, the collection. Uh, Rabbi Crone, I'm sorry to do this to you and put you on the spot, but I wrote a note to myself, and and I just don't remember where exactly the story was when I read it. And you know, one of the reasons I want you to address this, frankly, is I've been to um, Brisson. Oh, by the way, is there a Briss today? Because some of the guys want to know if they can avoid Tachanun on a Thursday. Are you going anywhere today or not? In, uh, I'm going to Oscar to film. You know, usually in Ellil, I go to Toronto, and I go to England, but because of the travel restrictions and quarantine and distancing, I can't travel there. So I'm on my way to uh, our dear friend, you know, my son-in-law, Hananya, yep. and does Koran Multimedia. So I'm going to be filming in about 10 minutes. Okay. Cool. So, so at least I know now if I make you late, Hananya likely won't be angry at me. Uh, but, um, but so there's no brisk today, folks. Those 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 guys out there that were hoping to follow Rabbi Krohn around, sorry about that. It's a Thursday that's going to demand full Tachanun. Anyway, so I go to, you know, I, I'm sometimes at relatives or friends' um, uh, Brisson, and frankly, I'm a little surprised by the names that the parents give their children, because names in Jewish tradition are very, very important. In fact, you write that it's more, it's not only important because of our tradition and, you know, using appropriate names, but names stick to a person, and I'll give you an opportunity in a moment to elaborate on that. But then it was amazing when, during that story, I mean, at my age, I never realized that the word shame, which is name, are the two middle letters of the four letters of neshama. 
which of course is soul. I just discovered that from your book. Do you sometimes, even though we always say if they're old enough to get married, they're old enough to choose a name for their child. I get that. I'm a libertarian also, so I get that. But do you sometimes roll your eyes when you hear some of the names that babies are given these days? Well, you know, I, I try to encourage people to always use a name that's meaningful and that the child will be proud of. I remember Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky told me that it's very, very important, especially with Yiddish names. We use Yiddish names, but you want to use a name that a child will be proud of. And you really have a very big responsibility. Besides, the Gemara tells us, Shema Garim, your name has an influence. Now, I'm going to tell you something about my name. You're not going to believe this, <laughs> but you know, my first name is Pesach, right? Everybody right. knows that. Right. Now, Aramaic, or when you learn the halachas of Pesach, Pesach is really a combination of two words. Pesach, a mouth that speaks, right? Yep. Now, my middle name is Yosef, which means a lot. <laughs> now, I guarantee you that when my mother named me Pesach Yosef after her father, she was not thinking that I was going to be a speaker who doesn't stop speaking. But that's what Pesach Yosef is all about. I got that. And also, we should mention, here's what I wanted you to elaborate a bit. It's not just an appropriate name that we want and something that's meaningful to the family, as you just said. I mean, I could cite so many examples of that where people have a meaningful connection to a certain name. Uh, but on top of that, you know, you just said what you said about your own name. It is uncanny, and, and I hope you agree with me on this. It's uncanny how often someone's name describes their personality or represents them in some way. I'll tell you why you're a thousand percent right, because the Arizal writes that when parents give a name to a child, they are blessed with a certain Ruach HaKadosh that they don't even realize. In other words, they think that they may have named them after an uncle, an aunt, or an Adam Godel, or whatever, but there was a reason, Baruch HaKadosh, why they had to choose that name, because the name really does define the person. There's no question about it. Yeah. And the Rebbe Rebbe Limelech and Pashas Bamidbar writes that the child's neshama is connected to the neshama of the person for whom he's named for. So, of course, you want to name after good people and muscle dicker people. Yeah. It's an important message, and sometimes I think the younger people, boy, do I sound like an old-fashioned guy, huh? <laughs> sometimes I think yeah. the younger people have to be reminded of that. You know what's funny, and, and based on this conversation, I think people are picking it up. We, we associate Elul with fear. We associate Yom Hadin, the Day of Judgment, with fear. But there's a lot of non-fear stories uh, in this book. There's a lot of inspiring tales and insights that tell you that Elul and Slichus and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are a lot more than just being afraid of the one above. What can you tell us about those who, who seem to obsess over the fear of this time of year? Well, that's a good question. I, I would say the first thing that comes to my mind is what the Bob of the Rebbe, Rav Shlema Havasam, Zechotadik said about Elul. We all know that Elo stands for Anila Doidi Vidoidi Li. You know what he said it stands for? Echad la the Echad Lachatas. And he explained it in a very beautiful way. He said sometimes a person looks back at the year that he had and he says, You know, listen, I I was very good this past year. I did my daf, I went to the minion, I was kind to my wife and kids, you know, I gave stucker. So we say to that person, You're right. You had a great year, but Echad La this is a time when you have to get even higher. Elul is a time of improvement. So for those people who had a great year and felt they were fine, 
they should go even higher. It's not a question of fear. It's a question of motivation that each year we have to be better than the year before. And then, of course, there are those people, those people who may have done some things that they're not proud of in the past year. So, of course, they have to improve. But the aspect of ELO is a time for introspection and a time for improvement and to grow. Yeah, and there's so many areas that we can grow in, and many of them you address in this book. By the way, I have to mention, because you said that the uh, that Hanania is responsible now for your virtual trip to Toronto, right? We're giving him that responsibility. But next Saturday night, if I'm not mistaken, you're actually coming to the Lower East Side. Am I right about that? Yeah, right. There's no quarantine, you know, from going from Queens to the Lower Manhattan. <laughs> And that'll be your uh, annual visit for the first night of Slichus at the Angusul of Manhattan, uh, where it'll start at 11.15. You will uh, uh, speak for about an hour that night before they say Slichus at 1 a.m., and that's all here on the Lower East Side. You can actually see and hear by Crone live and in person. You can even bring the book along. He'll autograph it for you before Ashray. Right, Rabbi Crone? You would do that, right? <laughs> and even after Slichus as well. And even, I just... and even after Slichus. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> And uh, I, I just hope our mutual friend, David, David Zitzer, that he should have a full flame. I know he hasn't been well, and I doubt him for him every day. Well, I saw him yesterday, and he's looking better and better. I can tell you that much. Baruch Hashem. By the way, you have a great Lower East Side story. And, there, and it's, you want to know something on paper? It's funny, on paper. It's not such a great story because it doesn't have the drama, but so many of the stories of David Feinstein and his life and the way he conducted himself were not great stories. We were just amazed at how courteous he was toward others uh, like you know, like a regular courteous person would be. After all, he was the Rosh Hashiva. The one I'm talking about is when he knew that there was a woman taking care of her child in his office in MTJ during the, uh, uh, the Rosh Hashanah service and and he insisted that they wait because he noticed that she didn't come out and finish, which means she would have uh, missed its kia. She would have missed its kia shofar. I think I'm telling this correctly, am I? Well, just one slight change. What he did was before the Baltikea was going to start blowing Schaefer, he called over that fellow, the husband of right. that a woman, right. and he asked her, he asked him, uh, is your wife finished in the office? And when he said yes, and then he said, now we can blow Schaefer. But the, the idea, here's a Godelah Dar, yep. who's got, you know, hundreds of people in the base medrash, and he's thinking about that one woman who might miss yeah, Shafer, where's she going to hear it the rest of the day? Oh, let me tell you. I, 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 as I always say, uh, all, all I was was his neighbor, right? Not a, not a Talmud, and, uh, but just being here for 30 years in the same building in the same neighborhood and watching how he conducted himself, my God. Uh, that, that's, yeah. a, that's a Musr Seder, just watching certain, that's right. certain, no question about certain that. Gedolim and people and the way they conduct themselves with, yeah. with other people. Uh, and, and, and one that... of the things that I'm very proud that I did in this book is that I also used some history. In other words, there were many things that happened in Elo, Rosh Hashanah, and in Jewish history that are very inspirational. For example, many people don't realize that the, the Danish king allowed Jews to escape from Denmark to Sweden, so that because the Nazis were planning to surround all the shuls the first night of Rosh Hashanah, and there was a certain Nazi who found out about it. He was working in Denmark, and he hated the Nazis, what they were doing. And he let the Jewish people know, and the king and his officials, they provided police cars so that the Jews would be able to go up north 
And during our church to make sure they went by boat and the thousands, thousands were saved. They went from Denmark to Sweden and they were in Sweden for two years until after the war. And I'll tell you the most amazing thing that people told me that lived through it. I spoke to people in Denmark. I spoke to others that the Danish king and the Danish officials, they did not let anybody go into any of the Jewish homes. And when the Jews came back to Denmark, after two years, the tables were still set with the honey dishes and, and the silverware and, and, and the collar covers on the table. Could you imagine? For two years, nobody went into a Jewish home or Jewish school to vandalize it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. There, there are some good people out there. There are some good people out there. I know I got to let you go because you know I, I can't. I can't get Hananya that upset at me. I want to make sure to be able to get back to his studio for our next Log Omer celebration. But I, I have to ask you, Rabbi Crone, it, it had to as, as laborious as it is to write a book. It has to go to a different level when you're trying to think of and present and research, think of and present something different about each one of the al chaits. How difficult a process was that? Oh, that, you know something? You're so right. It, and it is three things. There's the Ashamnu, Avina Malkainu, and Al-Khait. Right. Because you're really saying 44 different Al-Khait. You're saying so many Avina Malkainus, and you're saying Ashamnu. And what is the difference? And you really have to work. I can't say I wrote about every one, but some right. of them that I did write right. were so meaningful. For example, Deutsch. I think Do you know Itchy Deutsch? Sure. Yeah, so he told me a great story that uh, he once asked Rapam for advice, and then he came back to tell Rapam that the advice had worked very well. So Rapam told him something, which I think about every time I say Hashamnu. You know, we say, we bang our hearts, and we ask Hashem forgiveness, and we gave bad advice. Rapam said, I cry when I say, because so many people ask me for advice, and do I know if I gave them the right advice? Many times people don't come back to me, so I don't know if I gave the right advice or not. And I think that's a very important lesson. Many times people ask our advice, and I think that it's a responsibility when we're saying you asked to think, did you give the right advice? Were you really cognizant of all the facts? Are you aware of everything in this situation that you're able to give right advice? Many times we give advice without thinking twice, and that's wrong, and that's what the asked is all about. You know, often people give advice for what's best for them. That's right. And that's, right. And, and that's a that's a real you know that that's a real battle with the eight Sahara not to give advice right. for what's best for uh, you, but what's best for the other person. And even, now, even, I want to show you something. Now, I, I I wish that you and the listeners will have a pencil and paper to write down something that will absolutely blow your mind. You will not believe what I'm about to tell you. And I wrote this in because the first time I heard it, I absolutely went crazy. Now, you all know, you know what a palindrome is, of course. A sure. palindrome is a word like mom, pop, right. radar, race card that you could read frontwards and backwards. Right. Now, we have in the al the COVID, uh, giving respect to our parents and to our teachers. So I tell this story that Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky once figured out, now write down these words, you will not believe this, is in the Pasuk when... Esau brings food mm-hmm. to his father, Yitzchak. Right. Now, if you wrote down these words, you will be shocked to see that it's a palindrome. Right. It is. I wrote it down. It is. <laughs> it, isn't that amazing? <laughs> but listen to what Rabbi Chaim Janievsky said you could learn from this palindrome. He said, the way you treat your parents, that's how your children are going to treat you. 
that amazing? <sighs> Boy, and the older you get, the more you realize how true it is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Is that true? By Yovela Ovis. So that's what I wrote by Kibbutz Ha'irim Amorim. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be speaking now on this video that I'm making, you know, for both Toronto and England. Right. That they, they, the topic they wanted me to speak about is it's a time to plant because it's after COVID, you know, right. hopefully, mostly after COVID. Let's hope. We're still in, but the idea is we've got to plant for the future. And one of the things to plant, if you want your kids to respect you, is to respect your own parents. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know I could do this with you all day long. Uh, unfortunately, we're limited on time. Uh, but I will recommend, highly recommend, not that you need my recommendation, Rabbi Crow, but everybody out there, trust me on this one. I uh, absolutely enjoyed this book thoroughly. It couldn't have been timed any better than coming out, obviously, now at the beginning of Elul. Uh, buy it and enjoy it. It's Yamim Narayim with the Magid, elevating stories and insights from Elul through Yom Kippur. Rav Hesach Krohn is the author. Go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio. Again, go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio for your big discount and free shipping on every single order, no matter what, no matter how big and no matter how small. Yamim Narayim with the Magid, Rabbi Pesach Krohn. Do, do you count books, Rabbi Krohn, or uh, you're not into that? You don't know exactly the number that you've written. Oh, well, if you take a look at the back cover, you'll see 17. Wow. Pretty amazing. Puzzle. I can't believe it. And sometimes I look at that picture of all the books in the back. If you have the book in front of you, yeah, you I take haven't. a look at the back cover. And, and I take a look and I think, man, i got to meet this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the word Magid is on most of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I thank you so much. Uh, best regards to everybody at Art Scroll. And, okay. And, and tell Hanania okay. we try to respect his schedule as much as possible. And I take this okay. opportunity right to, to wish you a Ksivach Simatova, happy, healthy, and sweet new year. Um, and you as well, you and your family. And we should be able to continue doing all the things that we love. And one of the things we love is talking to each other. I appreciate that very much. I love it immensely. And a good yard to you. The one and only Rabbi Pesach Kron. Pick up the book. You will love it. There's no other way for me to say it. You will love it. Elevating stories and insights from Elul through Yom Kippur. The book is called Yamim Noroyim with the Magid. More coming up. You are listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Those words that um, Rabbi Krohn spoke about regarding our Chesed campaign. I can't say it better myself. Everybody out there, pay attention to those around you who can use a boost. Not necessarily financially. Just can use a boost, can use a nice gesture before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot and do what you can to help them out in whatever way possible and show your children and grandchildren what you're doing. Thursday morning broadcast, plenty more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. Er singt sehr schön, aber ich habe letztes Jahr eine Gerse. Was ist eine Gerse, was geht daran? Sie trinkt daran, wenn man es drin ist von der Herz.
JM in the AM, Yehuda Glanz. A rediscovered album. Thank you to Dr. David Hershorn for that. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Lipa before that one here at JM. Then, or by Crone, I thank him for joining us. Always inspiring. That story is something, huh? The family in Lakewood. A lot of amazing COVID stories. A lot of them. That one's a good one. That was a really good one. And boy, what a lesson for generations. Just amazing. Um, Got a full day. Full day today, as you would expect. No need to touch that dial. Just keep it here at the Nahum Single Network all day long. I'll be back live at 11 a.m. with a live lunch. Um, Tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And then again at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. Then again at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark Zomik has prepared an Erev Shabbos show like no other. He's pulled out all the stops. This week, Mark plays his most eclectic music ever. Tune in and hear Israel songs, Hasidic songs, traditional songs. The show will include songs from the Parsha and Haftorah and will include nine new songs you've never heard. You won't want to miss it. Erev Shabbos show tonight at 7, tomorrow morning at 3, tomorrow morning at 10, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at and the Nachum Siegel Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Join him tomorrow morning. Join us, I should say, tomorrow morning, 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time for the weekly update. Plus plenty, plenty, plenty more. Plenty more, I can assure you. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.